Welcome to The Fan's Perspective. Metaphoric, flawless, callless, lawless, all this is causing Fred the God already feel like he a legend These are monkey balls who really feel like I'm 11 I'm bringing the Bronx up from exhaustion Like the night boom hit the home of the beat Boston She want big Bronx, she let me hit when Yeah Fred the Godson Rest in peace uh, Another one who died very young and uh, I don't know how you guys feel, but man, rap, it's unfortunate to lose one of the good ones, you know? Like, rap yeah, music bro. needs Fred the Godson right now, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, as you could hear in that verse, he was just killing it. Um, yeah. But anyway, you know what it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the fans' perspective. I'm your host Charlie Tricks. I'm here with my brother Remy. Say what's good, everybody. And as usual, we got my man, it's your boy John Boom, calling in. John Boom's calling in. Um, it is another episode in quarantine. What are we at? Fifty-two oh, now. Let's see. Yo, I word. I mean, me myself. I've been officially quarantined for thirty days. No, I was saying the episode, episode 52. That's what I'm saying. But yes. Oh, episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 52. 52. Yes. So so it's weird. We're starting the half a century mark and the episodes are all in quarantine. But I think it's been a good experience getting the callers to call in on the phone. Having you, you know, in now, John, and then, you know, we've been able to get other guests on on the three-way call-ins. We're working on the quality, but I think the I think the overall podcast is actually sounding pretty good right now. Yeah, it's nice and yeah. crispy. You know? Crispy, like a two-piece. So anyway, what's going on? It's fucking day who knows what in quarantine. <laughs> John, yeah. boom. Day 30 for you, huh, John? Let's uh, yeah. say a little hello to the public. What's going on with you? Yo, what's popping, my people? You know how we do one, two, three. You can't see me because I'm quarantined for 30 days strong. After the 30 days, I think that's when officially you start losing your mind a little bit. That's where I am at the moment, but I'm still cool. <laughs> Every time I start to lose it a little bit, I take a bow hand and it brings me back down. Uh, but I'm good, man. I'm safe. You know, I'm, I'm hoping you're safe as well. You know what I'm saying? How, how, yo, Remy, how you guys out there doing, man? What, what day y'all think y'all on on quarantine? Oh man, it's we were out since like what March fourteenth, I think. Yeah, 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 mid March. So yeah, I was over a month. Seven, I think. It's been more than a month. Yeah, yeah, because you definitely, yeah, we were out before you, and it is definitely getting to the stir crazy stage. I've watched every type of uh, movie to kill time. I try to read a little bit. I'm trying to figure out things to do, do push ups, but do pull ups and push ups and simple shit like that take walks but i am going i'm slowly turning into jack from the shining (laughs) (laughs) and you know trying to hold trying to hold it down but yeah you know actually i try to think to myself it could be a lot worse i'm pretty fortunate compared to what a lot of people are going through right now right on right on you know i've i've still got a nice steady income coming and i'm living comfortably so I can't complain, to be honest with you. I'm bored out of my mind, but that's probably as good as it gets. Bored out of your mind is actually a luxury yep. in this current moment in time. And so far, you know, everything's good. Family and friends have been good so far, which is, you know, a blessing in this uh, in this situation. So Right, right, right on. Yep, there it is. And, um, you know, as far as myself, same situation, but... Um, I'm like the gopher over here in the house. So 
as far as like i'm stir crazy because i'm here for long hours but i i do i'm the one who makes the store runs when we need shit liquor store so today yeah liquor <laughs> store but shop right you know uh down to pick up the food you know yeah a little extra yep, yep. extracurricular supply grabs yeah stop by mom's you know joking chicken man. he's like but, kevin costner in the postman exactly i'm like and i do it by horseback uh, because I just want to be that way. So, but anyway, let's get this show mm-hmm. started. Um, they have people listening. Probably had enough of us talking shit. So let's get into some some material. Um, one thing that's been going crazy this fucking week <laughs> has been Donald Trump and his uh, Thursday night briefing. A couple things he said. So let's just play that for you real quick. Before we talk about it. So if you haven't heard it, which I'm sure you fucking have, here's what it sounded like. So supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light. And I think you said that hasn't been checked, but you're going to test it. And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, which you can do either through the skin or uh, in some other way. And I think you said you're going to test that, too. Sounds interesting. Right. And then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or or almost a cleaning? Because you see it gets on the lungs and it does a tremendous number of lungs. So it'd be interesting to check that so that you're going to have to use medical doctors with. But it sounds it sounds interesting to me. Yeah, so <laughs> come on, I've heard come on. This, I've heard the speech multiple times. <laughs> so I gotta say, there's two things here. You know, everybody's been going crazy, and it's like the farthest ends of both sides. You know, the the Trump supporters. When when I woke up Friday, I thought to myself, okay, what's my timeline gonna look like? We're gonna see. He didn't say what he said. He didn't mean it the way you're taking it. Uh, He meant it, but, you know, uh, those doctors are full of shit and he knows what he's talking about. (laughs) I was trying to go through the scenarios. Spin the wheel of of, typical Trump responses. Yeah, of, you know, his, his team. One thing that Trump has is a major PR team, which is every one of his supporters constantly on the defense for him for the stupid shit that comes out of his mouth but i will say this when you look at the other side saying that trump suggested you ingest bleach all right that's ridiculous he did not say that okay that's not what came out of his mouth he should not in my opinion have been having this conversation in public in front of the on the air where people are going to listen to him who fucking think he's the messiah and then go swallow fucking detergent because they fucking believe him. Start frying each other with UV lamps and shit. <clears throat> but other than that, there's no need to exaggerate the stupidity of what he said because what he said was fucking stupid. It's basically like he overheard some procedures uh, in, in the medical from a medical person and then tried to spit them back out or regurgitate them and just did it in a horrible way the that just didn't make any sense. manner possible. And it just makes him look dumb. The listeners are looking at him like, why the fuck is he saying this stuff? And then everyone who supports him is in immediate defense mode. You guys uh, have fucking Trump derangement syndrome. That's the, He never meant that. You have to be stupid to to think he meant that. Listen, the only thing that I was worried about was that a bunch of his Trump supporters might fucking follow his advice. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it would yeah, be the it first seems like time. they did. It, it seems the like they time. did. Johnny, why you say that? Yo, because unfortunately, as crazy and bizarre as this sounds, you know, and you and people just pretty much disregarding the natural, you know, uh warning labels on these products, you know, what you know for years about cleaning products in New York. Check this out, people. In New York, the biggest city, you would think these motherfuckers would know a thing or two. Uh, in New York City, poison control experienced a major spike in exposure calls related to Lysol 
and other um, household cleaners after (laughs) President Donald Trump suggested experts look into whether injecting disinfectant into the body would rid of COVID-19. Now check it out. Today is Saturday. (laughs) Today is Saturday, so between 9 p.m. Thursday and 3 p.m. Friday, Poison Control received nine cases of exposure to Lysol, 10 cases of bleach exposure, 11 cases involving other household cleaners, a spokesman said Saturday. None of the exposures, thank God, resulted in someone being hospitalized or someone dying, but goddamn people tried it. So by... Wow. I mean... Well, there's my point for you right there, Johnny. Thank you for proving it, is that, you know... It's such the re, the only reason I'm bothering to talk about this in the front of the fucking show is because it's been all over Facebook, it's been all over IG. You got people arguing back and forth, friends arguing for who like Trump and then friends arguing who don't like Trump. And look, man, if you're a Trump supporter, you're doing him an injustice by coming out and saying Oh, no, no, he didn't mean that. He That's not what he meant. And then he comes out and says, oh, I was being sarcastic. And then no. fucking, uh, he literally <laughs> says it himself. He said he was being sarcastic. You know what I'm so all what the, of the plea copying. The, the, the copying of the plea right there from the same exact people then switched to... We knew he was being sarcastic. Ha-ha. You're so stupid <laughs> if you think they would do that. Well, about 100 assholes in New York fucking did it. And I expected more. And trust me, none of the people saying this this fucking advice is retarded went and tried it. You know, they didn't. Mm-hmm. So when we were, our concern for me personally was Trump followers. So... Anyway, I just think motherfuckers need to get over it, stop talking about this bullshit, and move on. First of all, the left needs to stop harping on every dumbass statement Trump makes and getting upset and outraged over everything. It's ridiculous. There's certain fights we've got to we got to know when to pick get our over battles. it. Get over it. And fucking. But uh, this the one, right though, when you this one was like a particularly dumb statement and all it had to be was look at how dumb this guy is and exactly look at how stupid you just made yourself sound you fucking idiot it was like the nuclear speech but the nuclear they, speech is still my favorite one when he calls it the nuclear three times and doesn't know what the nuclear triad is that's the funniest speech ever the, when you yes, read that back the nuclear tri- tri- uh, the speech transcript is funny but the nuking hurricane speech is fucking good <laughs> <laughs> windmills cause All cancer windmills call, ca- cause cancer is oh, good my God. that's a fucking good one but <laughs> hey listen one. Uh, Remy you wanted to talk about some so, of the arguments well, get the in that arguments, ass it's Remy. like there's just a lot of misconceptions and some of them do it makes sense why people are confused on them so in this case people that actually screwed up with the the bleach that's ridiculous but we're not that far removed from Donald Trump's talking a lot about hydroxychloroquine. His supporters came out heavily in support of it. And now a VA uh, report came out. And just to pull something out of the conclusions, in this study, we found no evidence that use of hydroxychloroquine, either with or without azithromycin, reduced the risk of mechanical ventilation in patients hospitalized with COVID-19. An association of increased overall mortality was identified in patients treated with hydroxychloroquine alone, so more people died when they only used it. These findings highlight the importance of awaiting the results of ongoing prospective randomized controlled studies before widespread adoption. This is why you don't push these miracle cures without some actual clinical trials and studies that tell you that they're safe for everybody because hydroxychloroquine has serious side effects. And there are people that actually need it who couldn't get it because the supply was getting run through. Uh, the other one that keeps going around, and this one, it's it makes sense to me why people are getting the misconception that the amount of deaths is being over-exaggerated related to covid there's a lot of misinformation about how they're tallying it. There's a lot of confusing comments coming from the CDC. But 
I think the easiest way to measure this is that uh, New York Times put out, uh, stati- they looked at the statistics over 31 days ending in, on April 4th, more than twice the typical number of New Yorkers died. So if you look at how many New Yorkers died in that month from 31 days up to April 4th, right on. last year, it was half, less than, it was less than half the number of New Yorkers died. You look at the year before that, similar number, similar number all the way back. But this year, more than twice that. It's thousands of people. It's a huge, 9,780 deaths over that 31 day span. So what we can do is look at what the normal amounts of deaths are in a year, and we can see how much that's increased. And we can say that more, more people, we're not counting enough people being affected by COVID, whether it's that they're dying because of COVID or because they're afraid to go to the doctor because they don't want to catch COVID or for other reasons related Let to it. Let me just throw this in there real quick. Your bullshit numbers, the numbers are padded argument is trash, is what he's saying. Uh, so okay. I just wanted to add that. But a lot of people are falling for Be that. Trash. And there's a lot of people playing spin games with the rhetoric around how we measure out the deaths and all of that. Listen, throw that shit away. I don't want to hear that. We can look at the number of people that have died in the last month in New York, one of the hot spots, and we can say... A lot more people died in New York than are supposed to die in New York. So it's just, just we have simple ways to know answers to some of these questions. So I wanted to just hit some of these misconceptions. The hydroxychloroquine is one that actually managed to disappear recently because of these new bits of information. And this, uh, this is one that's also getting kicked around. It's just bullshit. It's total bullshit. So please don't fall for it. And, you know... Look a little deeper. Yes, sir. Well, I think that deserved that. Um, John, boom. You got anything you want to add? Otherwise, we'll take a we'll we'll take a break at this Yo, moment. Yo, nah, you know what? I just want to, you know, let my people know, man, I'm happy that y'all still rocking with us hard to death, man. You know, 52 episodes, we're going to keep the ball rolling, man. Our next segment, we coming in, baby. Oh, I'm you know, it. before we go to the next segment, I did want to say shout out to my boy Lou at Vamanonos yes. Digital Marketing for putting together the snippet of episode 50 um, for us. Uh, great uh, clip is like a minute and 17 seconds or something like that mm-hmm. but uh, Lou sent it over I didn't even know he was working on it and um, yo that's dope bro it looks so really nice man Appreciate yeah it. shout out to him and just if in case you're listening um he's not taking on new clients at the moment but he will be this COVID situation has him uh busy around the clock but uh once things settle down uh I'll let you know and we'll we'll be promoting his stuff Oh, and you'll see, I'm sure you'll see more from him in regards to TFP as well. Yes, sir. All right, John, boom. We're going to take it to the, take it to the next uh, segment. Ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. We'll be back in just a minute. Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. Can't convince me that it didn't happen. Fed him to tigers, they snack it. What's happening? Carol Baskin. You're listening to TFP, The Fan's Perspective. Yeah, it's another one of them nasty joints. FJ, J-Bone. Two changes in your Oh, you know what that is. Ladies and gentlemen, are you out of line? This is the out of line segment. Um, who's gonna set this one off? John Boone. Yo, you know how we do, and unfortunately, we're kicking off the out of line because no matter how uh, smooth and how much the streets are calm, there's always someone that's out of line. And this time, it's not a person; it's actually a corporation. That is motherfucking Macy's. Ooh. Macy's, you are out of line for furloughing your employees, but still keeping the fireworks of forfeiture last. You go straight down to hell with that. Give it to me. Macy's, you 
You are out of line. It's another one of the nasty joints. FJ, J Bone, changes to your ass, girl. You know what I'm saying? Shut up and listen to it. Let it talk. Yeah, so you've probably seen videos of protesters who are protesting to open the country back up. And I, you know what? The craziness bothers me. The fact that it's low-key being funded by a bunch of right-wing groups bothers me. But also, what bothers me the most is the people that are getting in the faces of and harassing medical personnel and people who are trying to make a difference and saving lives out there. That's right. And calling them liars or treating them like conspiracy theorists when they're actually seeing what's going on and they're trying to say we need more we need better equipment we need you know we need to be prepared for this so anybody harassing those people who are going through it right now who are on the front lines of what we're facing right now you are, are out, out, of out of line it's another one of the nasty joints fj j some changes to your ass girl you know what i'm saying shut up and listen to it Las Vegas Mayor Carol Goodman. Jesus Christ. Give me a fucking break with this lady. Come on. Lady, Come on. this lady so far out of line that let me just explain this to you. I'm going to cut around the facts because we got to keep the segment moving. But here's her uh, interview on CNN with Cooper. All right. Goodman. This is Goodman. We have to open up. We have to go back. Our bus drivers, our room cleaners, our restaurants, Cooper. But hasn't it been because of social distancing that the numbers have been what they are? Goodman's response. How do you know until you have a control group? We offer to be a control group. Anybody who knows anything about statistics knows, for instance, you have a vaccine. You give the real vaccine. Uh, cut, cut right there. Cooper, you're offering for citizens of Las Vegas to be a control group to see if your theory on social distancing is true. I did offer. I was it was turned down. And listen, I had to cut out there was extra sentences in there. It all would equal the same. I had to cut that to keep the segment short, but this fucking lady, Carol Goodman, the mayor in Las Vegas, decided that she would recommend opening up the casino. She wanted everything to go back to normal and it would be a test run to see just how bad it would get if people did start dying. And Cooper at one point asked her, will you be on the casino floors yourself? And she ends up going, no, but I have a family. <laughs> her response. What? And just before I let this segment go, I just want to add another piece of info on Carol Goodman. Uh, and this is straight from Howie Klein as the source. Down with tyranny. Um, Carol Goodman is the wife of ex-mayor Oscar Goodman, whose legal clients included Maya Lansky, Nikki Scarfo, Herbert Fat Herbie Blitzstein, Phil Linetti, Frank Lefty mm. Rosenthal, Jamie Jimmy Changra, and Anthony oh. Tony the Ant Spilotro. What a family. So Ooh, the only one missing is Dirty Dick Tony, I see. That's right. <laughs> Soprano. So anyway, Miss Carol Goodman, you are out of line. It's another one of the nasty joints. FJ, J Bone. changes to your ass, girl. You know what I'm saying? Shut up and listen to it. Let it talk. So, we wanted to talk a little bit about the protests that have been going on to open up the country. A big aspect of that is the fact that I wanted to bring up that we found out that a lot of it has been organized and encouraged by. Uh, Americans for Prosperity, Coke Foundation, basically, that group. Another group is um, the Betsy DeVos Family Foundation. She's the education secretary. So Republican power players are making things, are fomenting this outrage. The other thing is there is real outrage. People 
need to make a living. People need to make money to eat. People are worried about their businesses being shuttered. But I think what's happening is these campaigns are called astroturfing, basically. And they're trying to misdirect where the outrage goes. And it's like there are ways to provide money for people to survive. Trillions of dollars have come out of the Federal Reserve right now. You know, there's there's ways to provide for everyone. But these protests have taken on a real ugly flavor. And one thing I keep hearing is people are ignoring the CDC guidelines to avoid spreading the coronavirus. We know this mm-hmm. shit is serious. Most of these people admit it, but they still ignore it, right? So they're getting mad and saying it's their right to protest. And I just want to bring up, and this has been brought up a few times. The left has been mentioning this, but I just want to bring it up for anybody that hasn't heard it. Just think about the Colin Kaepernick protest and all the shit he went through. Dude was taking a knee. That's it. Nobody was hurt. Nobody was endangered. He wasn't spreading mm-hmm. or potentially catching a deadly disease doing it. But everybody took issue with that and wanted him silenced, including the president of the United States. The vice president stormed out of a stadium where uh, I can't remember if they took a knee or if they locked arms. But any form of protest that was just a mildly offensive caused our presidential administration to throw a hissy fit and demand people be fired and right now you've got people that defended that bullshit now Mm -hmm. putting people's health in danger and it just really pisses me off because once again this is taking the bullshit and creating a real problem a problem that puts people's health at risk and that's where i take issue with it and i have to go back in on that and just say that There are many people who I've seen on my timelines, on social media platforms, who immediately jumped up as soon as Trump spoke up to start trashing Kaepernick and talk about patriotism and this and that and how disrespectful should be done there. The The guy took one knee as recommended by a fucking, a soldier, a fucking veteran. And, uh, didn't bother anybody. Now, now those same people are out here going, you know, it's your right. You know, it's, uh, it's your, you know, your amendment rights. Potentially, fuck up, potentially bringing home a virus to their family, potentially There's spreading that virus to a Social distancing recommended. Every, the problem is right not on. just to sit home. The problem is a fucking disease spreading fast that's killing a lot of people. Uh, that doesn't mean that everybody's at risk to die, this and that. It means to help solve the problem of overwhelming our fucking hospitals yep. to the point that they can't save people who would otherwise be saved. Stay your healthy ass home. And you prolong. Brag about it online. You prolong the lockdown. Dick. Yeah, exactly. Like, you prolong it. Mm-hmm. This is going to take longer if you're out here spreading the shit to 10 more people who are then going to spread it to another exactly. two, three, four, five. And people. just to be clear... And the Come shit on, keeps going. Other places have done the rush to open. Take a look at Japan. Hokkaido. Guess where those are at right now? They had to lock Not down good. again. So what are we going to do? Open for a few weeks, a month, get maybe what, push it to a month and a half to make matters worse, and then what? Then yeah. get on lockdown again, even longer. We're going to have to wait until everybody loses somebody so that everybody has to have a, you know, skin Some in the game and understand. Game and yeah, like, this yeah. is disgusting. And I hear people like, no, no I fear to see that. The yeah, one, right, thing, right, the one sure. thing I do say, though, is there is, there's mm-hmm. also behind the outrage and the anger is there's economic pain. There are people who need money. Yes. I agree. But there are ways to get the money money without forcing you to go and spread a a highly contagious, hard to contain disease. Let me let me be clear here. Exactly. Just to put just just to clear some air here Mm -hmm. on how I on how I personally feel that Remy, you could pull that wire and give you some slack. Yeah. Um. Let me just just clear some air here on how I feel about this. Um. In that motherfucking there, man. Um. The the whole problem with like I un- I understand the economic pain portion of it. Mm-hmm. That's not the problem with oh, no, it. You got, I got some water. 
The problem with it is um, these people's protesting is potentially making the system, the situation worse. Yep. And uh, Johnny, pipe your background noise down back there. <laughs> and uh, so while these people are protesting, expressing their so-called right that you couldn't put on hold for five fucking minutes, um, you're making the situation worse for everybody, including yourself. Now, as far as the economic pain goes, as far as I'm concerned, that's on the government. That's on the government that we fund, that we pay taxes to. They could have wrote every bill out from the beginning, especially House Democrats who have the majority who claim to be this side. Or at least Republicans, we know you're slime. So we're not thinking you're going to write anything to help people. But... Democrats yeah. pretend to want to be helping people, and that's fucking right worse on. to me. It's annoying. But anyway, they could yeah. have written bills that started from the bottom up. Okay, let's right. protect. Like the, let's protect everybody who lost their income over this. Let's protect everybody who's renting, who's going to lose their home over this. Let's protect the renters and mortgagers who are renting to the people, and let's work our the way renters. up. And at the very fucking end of that line, at the. Mm-hmm. Bare fucking the tippy tip end of who should have gotten fucking help are billion dollar corporations who were bailed out repeatedly already. Billion dollar corporations, millionaires, people who are going to be rich, fine, and won't fucking feel a fucking thing. Except, oh, they can't get another yacht out of this fucking. That should not be part of the issue. We even saw that. We even saw that type of reaction to the small business loan program. So what happened was they set up this fiscal stimulus and they gave us, you know, what basically it's a big amount of money. What was it? $480 billion they set aside for small businesses. But I think that that paid less than 10% of the businesses that applied for the small business loans. And then when we found out who got the loans, it was these big companies that were requesting the they were the first ones out because they're huge and they knew ways to work around the guidelines so that they could get it. So Ruth Chris's Steakhouse is giving back thirty million dollars because they didn't realize what the guidelines were and shit yeah. like that. Shake Shack's but, giving back what ten million, twenty million? Yeah. So these these larger groups were able to get money out of that, and the small businesses didn't. And what happened was nonprofits got completely left out. Uh, companies in minority neighborhoods apparently got hit hard and didn't get much love. And so no barbershops. No, so there's no love for any of it, bro. So what you wind up getting is the small business loans went to who the banks thought were the most loyal, which means the people who were already in the biggest, most comfortable space, which means it's just the big gets bigger and the small gets shrunk out. So you needed more protections on that. You needed. So what is it called? How is it called a small business loan? Then, well, how was it? What's the smallest? What is they cap on small business? Um, from what I understand, is businesses hiring under five hundred people mm-hmm. in okay. one location, right? No, I think the franchise? company owning five hundred under five hundred. But I don't quote me on that because I didn't. Since the last time I looked at it, I I got fucking. Sick of reading all the things and the people it wouldn't help. So mm-hmm. I was over reading who it, who it was helping. And then be, finding out that only, like, I believe it was 9% of businesses actually got their applications filled. And then you come to find out that the Republicans fought really hard to get more money into that program. But... They didn't want to include hospitals, more money for hospitals. They didn't want to include more money for food banks. They didn't want to include more money for us, everybody else around us, you know, the people that have been laid off. That was what the Democrats started fighting for. Well, let me just explain to you this. Well, allegedly fighting for Democrats supposedly (laughs) fight for that. Nancy Pelosi ain't fighting for shit. And she's signing over to Trump whatever the fuck he wants. And Chuck Schumer's another fucking loser. And the Democratic Party, as far as I'm concerned, is trash. So the fucking Republican Party is, just to be clear, is worse than trash. But the Democratic Party is trash. So all they got out of the deal was uh, uh, some extra funding for hospitals, which is good, but also something that was absolutely necessary. And the Republicans shouldn't have ever been using that as a negotiation chip to begin with. 
So the dem well, the Democrats basically grabbed said, her oh, you're balls. taking this obvious thing. She That's all we're going to get. put the bill forth the way that the American people could. Deserved. Uh, yeah, deserved. It and should be a UBI for people. It should be the food pantries should be getting the money they need or getting the supplies they need. The hospitals should be getting all the supplies they need, not what limited funds they got. And let's add Take one, care of those. Let's add mm-hmm. one thing to Where be, the mask? Let's add one thing to be clear. Shit hit the fan. Within two weeks, these billion-dollar corporations with billions of money stored away and and um, showing billions in profits per quarter were crying for a bailout because they couldn't take it. And apparently. the way and the way they de- they demanded a bailout. They didn't cry for it. They demanded it, and they threatened your jobs. They threatened our livelihoods. That's how okay. they got that money. But the rest of that money, the money for the hospitals, the money for food pantries, because still, what, 30 million people almost have lost their jobs, maybe more now? That those Nothing was put aside for those people. It Trillions into the federal, from the Federal Reserve into the stock market, and a ton of money for businesses and corporations. But at the same time, they're not doing things to help anybody who lost their job. They're doing, or they've done very limited Things. People still haven't gotten their stimulus check. Puerto Rico hasn't gotten right. their stimulus, according to... Uh, Where yeah. the fuck's the stimulus check for Puerto Rico at, man? Yeah, Yo, you know cruise. what? Let's, <clears throat> let's do this. We will talk forever ranting on this. Uh-huh. We hot right now. We hot. We're apologize, hot. people. We hot. We're sorry. This topic touches home. It's ridiculous, mm-hmm. okay? You know, you start from the bottom up, not the other way around. It's so ridiculous mm-hmm. the way this fucking country mm-hmm. works. And anyway, now this type of shit makes me want to drink. And mm-hmm. I will say that there is at least one governor who thinks everybody deserves a drink. <laughs> oh, you already know. You already know. So, my people, let me get you back involved in some nasty and classy. So, Kenya, Kenya governor under fire. After putting Hennessy bottles in coronavirus care packages. <laughs> Let me tell you the story right here. Hennessy down in bottles in Corona care packages? Uh-huh. What, who is you know, this down guy? in Kenya, down in Kenya, they vibing a little bit different. Down in <laughs> Nairobi, Kenya, uh, recipients of Nairobi politician, politician Mike Soko's COVID-19 care packages can expect to receive the typical food supplies. But on top of the typical food supplies, you're also going to get a little bit of alcohol in your care package. Now, the (laughs) the governor justified the inclusion of the alcohol as throat sanitizer. (laughs) Now, you already know, man. They said corona can get in your throat. Why not kill it with a little bit of Hennessy with some class? Yeah. Official. You know. I like this guy. Wait, can I give him one of these first? Yeah. Yeah. But what what happened is now to be you know to let you know who specifically have them on the fire is the World Health Organization. Um, They explicitly told them that alcohol cannot be part of the care package. So he tried to slide it in. They were you know they were like, hey, but we already told you. But he was like, come on, man, you ain't say what type of alcohol. I ran out of hand sanitizers. I got a tendency. I might as well put it in the package. They used it for sanitizing reasons. You know you what? Know? Maybe oh, Trump man. maybe Trump was on to something. You can't drink your hand sanitizer, so send you some hand sanitizer. That is way better than the disinfectants. That is way yeah. better than the, even the hydroxychloroquine. I'll take the Hennessy over it. My Yo. man is giving Hennessy at least something that's legit alcohol and that fucking bleach. Trump wilding right now. Like, come on. <laughs> I'm going to Kenya, man, to get my Hennessy bottle and come back. Yo, so check this out. Let's give uh what's the do you got the name of the Kenyan governor's name? I got it. It's Oh Mike yes, it's Sanko. right here. His, uh, Mike, uh, M- Mike Sonko. Mike last name S O N K O. Mike Sonko from Sanko. Kenya. We just want to say that this week you get the TFP Foxhoven Award. Yes, sir. You the man on the plane. You the man. You the man, Mike. There it is. There it is. All right. So. 
let's switch it up. Before we let you go, um, we're about 21 minutes in. We're going to take a break soon. Now, should we break now and come back? Because I got to, I'm just going to be a serious topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to come back yeah, with a little man. bit of fun. Yeah. We could do serious um, and then switch it up into the fun. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna take a Ow. we're gonna take a quick break. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. You won't miss a second. We'll be right back. Carol Baskin. Killed her husband, whacked him. Can't convince me that it didn't happen. Fed him to tigers, they snacking. What's happening? Carol Baskin. You're listening to TFP, the fans' perspective. Yes. You know what it is, this segment. Um, One of our favorites, let me remind you, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the fans' perspective. One more time before we set it off. Ooh, Yo, so people, let me remind you that we got some breaking news that came right in the middle of a TFB episode. <laughs> and they're saying that North Korean dictator Kim Jong un Rumored to be dead, <laughs> brain dead, or just fine. Now, we don't know what's going on, but there's a couple of things saying that the dictator nicknamed the Rocket Man by President Trump for his love of missile launches and nukes underwent a stint procedure earlier this month that started a swirl of international speculation. So right now, they don't know if he's dead or alive or just somewhere in the delicious one-time soup, but that's what's going on right now. And don't worry, TFP will give you an update when the shit come around. Let me that's remind right. you. All right, so let me remind you about a term called TDS, Trump Derangement Syndrome. I have been absolutely fascinated by my timeline and the back and forth between the people who support Trump, the people who are his diehards, like he's their messiah, and then the people who think Trump's a fucking moron, and then the people who think Trump is the devil. So there's, there's levels to this shit. I've been back and forth through all of them. And I just want to remind you that Trump derangement syndrome works both ways. It's not just about the people who get upset over every little fucking breath Trump takes and utters. It's also (laughs) about you people who watch Trump lie directly to your face in a demonstrable fashion and come up with an immediate excuse and hit the social media with a huge PR campaign to defend your messiah. That is also Trump derangement syndrome. You've been missing a look in the mirror. So, Mm -hmm. TDS, let me remind you, Trump derangement syndrome swings both ways. Let him know. can't tell me that man does not sound like a dumbass i'm sorry mm-hmm. but uh listen let me remind you that i mentioned earlier that food pantries are running short on food and they need support i also wanted to bring to your attention that an idaho farmer has decided to donate almost two million potatoes to anybody who claims a share of the crop after the coronavirus turned the potato supply chain upside down so it turns out that the shutdown orders have caused an overabundance of supplies and produce that's just going to waste. Last week, dairy farmers in Wisconsin were left to pour 30,000 gallons of milk away each day during the pandemic because of the sudden drop in demand. So we are seeing farmers having to dump their supplies. 
we are seeing in this case, this guy has enough uh, resources to donate millions of potatoes to anybody who can take them. And it just seems to me like with the government spending the way it's spending, this might be a smart time to try and enact a program where you can get fresh produce to communities that need food. Look, you get them nutritional value point and A healthy to food, point B. and you keep those farms. That's what you're talking about. Up and running, yeah. All using you know the taxpayer money, the the small business loan type deal. Set them small up, business. Feed the people. It all works together. Point A to point B. Let us remind you. Let me remind you that we can we can fix things doing using our money smart and efficiently that way. Yep. Yo, let's just talk about that, uh, Remy, for one more minute. Um, the thing is, the issue and this has been known for if you've been looking into this issue like we don't have a food shortage in this country mm -hmm. it's it's ridiculous what we have is there's no system in place to get the unused fucking food from point a to point b where it's needed yep and there's all sorts of roadblocks in between to do it it's really exactly. crazy um, convenience. Think about this. You know, he's talking about dumping thirty thousand gallons of milk, and Idaho is is just throwing out millions and millions of potatoes. This is food and drink. This is this is your. This can keep a, a family who's starving with some food on the yeah. table. Yeah, yep. and, and it's let me potatoes, the best potatoes in the world. I'd rather have a glass of milk and, a, and some mashed potatoes than nothing tonight. Yeah, okay? it's processed shit. So, you know, it's just, it's it's an absurd thing to have to know goes on. Mm -hmm. um, and I I found, I looked into this way back, but just, just going over it now in this, considering this situation, I realize how much worse it is. There was a, a woman who, uh, I think she was on Shark Tank. She had a program where she would uh, let people contact you through an app on your phone, restaurants, where your leftover food, your extra food, instead of throwing it out, and they would come pick it up, and then they would donate it to homeless shelters and places, food pantries and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And she was going around doing this program. And I just, I don't know, this just makes me think about that. Like, you know what? This is a time where we need something like that. The federal government's the only ones who could pull off something like this. You got to go state to state. You got to fucking, uh, you know, put something in place where mm -hmm. if you're throwing out food, there is an error in the system. So we have to yeah. correct the error. Exactly. Redirect the food. Mm -hmm. The reason they have to yeah. dump thirty thousand fucking gallons a day is because it spoils after a certain point. So there's got to be a system in place to get it beforehand from point A to point B. You mm -hmm. know, there should be. They're doing these uh, farmer bailouts, and there should be a better safety net than having to bail you out after you failed because we let you fail. There should be a a, a, a protection. You know that now. money could be buying those. The money to bail them out could be buying, purchasing the potatoes, purchasing the milk, and setting up some type of supply chain where they can get it out to places that need it as exactly. fast as needed. And for some woman on Who Shark Tank to come up with that idea instead of a government program or a Shark city like, program really on sure. any level, I think you could probably do that locally. You could possibly set that up with enough resources, but. Let people be paid. Don't force people to be volunteers and that. Give them a little bit of government money and comfort while they take care and spread that food. And you'll be using resources more wisely, I think. It's just a smart investment to me. Mm -hmm. To food banks. Yeah, and that's... That's right, Johnny. That's so the... They got the left fucking, out totally to, to dry food banks, man. in the, in the last uh, stimulus right? oh, bro. Yo, you think I would not... Yo, and, and I'm not trying to be funny or nothing, but yo... Who's going to refuse an Idaho potato? If it's not Idaho potato, which potato you eating, bro? Like, right? you know what I'm saying? I would not refuse. Half if more. I go to a food, 
Now, now, Pat Morton, now, no reset, none of that bullshit. Um, <laughs> does, if, Kentucky, if does Kentucky Fried Chicken use Idaho <laughs> potatoes, or do they that's use Kentucky potatoes? Oh, that's a good question. That is a good one right there. Yo. Does Popeyes use but yo, let me tell you something, yo. If I show up to potatoes. a food bank and they give potatoes. me fresh Idaho potatoes, I am going to be so happy. Because my family's going to enjoy some mash out of this world. So Idaho, get it together. Because Let if me... you don't have potatoes, then what you got over there? <laughs> Let me be I'm clear. Let me be clear, okay, for how valuable it would have been to not throw away all those potatoes. And, and, and did, you, did you see the I'm pictures disgusted. of the food lines? Mm-hmm. I for, I don't know I forget where it was it was Denver or something like that I forget but the food they were there was a place giving away you know baskets of food to people or bags of food and uh, the line was miles long it was like three four miles long of just cars waiting just to get their free bag of food and you know let me just tell you how fresh it would be some Idaho potatoes let me give you something you could do tater tots you could do mashed potatoes. You yes. could do baked potato stuffed with mm. just about anything. You could Ooh. do French fries. You could Ow. do potato chips. Ooh. You could Faith. do potato pancakes. Medallions. Ooh. You could do hash. Yeah, about that life. You could do uh what was it? Home fries. Potato soup. Fries. Hash browns, yo. I'm just saying. Steak fries. I'm just saying, there there was a lot. You, Shepherd's pie. You shouldn't have thrown it away, Idaho. And I'm, I know it's not your fault, um, America. Idaho, you will hope Our that. federal government should not have let you thrown that away. But anyway, speaking yeah. about supply chains breaking down, let me get into a bit of a topic. There's an article that I came across. I wanted to pass it on to the listeners of TFP. And it's very long and detailed. I'm going to read through a chunk of it. It's not the whole thing by any means. I'm cutting it out, of course. I'm not going to drown you out like mm-hmm. that. But there's a there's a little bit of a chunk of it. I'm going to try to go quickly and accurately and not read like a, I'm at a third grade level. So it's pretty wild. Bear with me. But the title, first of all, the article is from the Intelligencer at New York Mag. And it's by David Wallace. All right. Regarding the coronavirus. The White House has erected a blockade stopping states and hospitals from getting coronavirus PPE. If you don't know, that's personal protection equipment for our frontline workers. Um, So I'm going to try to narrow this down, but there's a lot to it. Bear with me. I'll go quickly. All right. The federal government has effectively effectively erected a blockade. At the very least, federal authorities have made governors and hospital executives all around the country operate in fear that shipments of necessary supplies will be seized along the way. The White House is functionally waging war against state leadership and the initiative of local hospitals to secure what they need to provide sufficient treatment. Yesterday, a letter published by the New England Journal of Medicine highlighted an extraordinary measure that had to be taken to secure and deliver into Massachusetts of equipment, uh, the delivery into Massachusetts of equipment that had been uh, bought and paid for. It's worth reading the correspondence written by an executive running the small healthcare system. Our supply chain group has worked hard, has worked around the clock to secure gowns, gloves, face masks, goggles, face shields, and N95 respirators. These employees have adapted to a new normal, exploring every lead, no matter how unusual, deals, some bizarre and convoluted, and many involving large sums of money have dissolved at the least Ooh. at the last minute when we were outbid and outmuscled sometimes by the federal government. Let me say that again. Those deals dissolved from the state dealing and buying, negotiating because they were outbid by the federal government. Then we got lucky. 
but getting the supplies was not easy. Um, they had a lead. It came from a, an acquaintance of a friend of a team member. After several hours of vetting, we grew confident of the broker's professional pedigree and the potential to secure a large shipment of three-ply face masks and N95 respirators. The latter, the KN95 respirators, N95s that were made in China. We received samples to confirm that they could successfully fit. They were successfully could be successfully fit tested. Despite having cleared this hurdle, we remain concerned that the samples might not be uh, representative of the bulk of the products that we were buying. Having acquired the requisite funds, more than five times the amount of what we would normally pay for a similar shipment, but still less than what was being requisited by other brokers, we, we set the plan in motion. Three members of the supply chain team and a fit tester were flown to a small airport near an industrial warehouse in the mid-Atlantic region. I arrived by car to make the final call on whether the exec to ex- execute the deal. Two semi-trailer trucks, cleverly marked as food service vehicles, met us at the warehouse. When fully loaded, the trucks would take two distinct routes back to Massachusetts to minimize their chances of con- that contents would be detained or redirected. Hours before the planned departure, we were told to expect only a quarter of the original order. We went anyway since we were desperately needing any supplies we could get. Upon arrival, we were jubilant to see pilots of N95 uh, respirators and face masks being unloaded. We opened several boxes, examined their contents, and hoped that this random sample would be representative of the representative of this entire shipment. Before we could send funds by wire transfer, two federal investigation investigative agents arrived showed their badges and started questioning no this shipment was not headed for resale or the black market the agents checked my credentials and i tried to convince them that the shipment of pp was bound for hospitals after receiving my assurance and hearing about our health uh, system's urgent needs the agents let the boxes of equipment be released and loaded into the trucks but I was soon shocked to learn that the Department of Homeland Security was still considering redirecting our PPE. Only some quick calls leading to intervention by our congressional representative prevented its seizure. I remained nervous and worried on the long drive back, feeling that didn't uh, did not abate until midnight when I received a call that the PPE was finally secured at our warehouse. So this is basically a Ben Affleck movie plot where he tries to sneak some sh- he tries to sneak <laughs> some people out of a, a hostage situation or some shit. But yeah, okay. essentially, Insane. let's do the Cliff's notes. Insane. The state the state hospital system is trying to get these supplies. They were told first by Trump, "Fuck off and get it on your own." Get it Remember on your own. That. So then they enter into gotcha. a bidding war to try and get these supplies with all the other states and also. The Trump administration. So they're losing out on these uh, supplies to the Trump administration that's telling them they have to get the supplies. They have more money, and they can pay more money. So they're just outbidding them. And this drives up the price. So at inflationary prices, they get a good deal paying five times what they would normally pay for the supplies. Insane. And they literally set up two cars and multiple routes to get to pick up the supplies and take the supplies home. In disguised home. trucks. In disguised trucks. They have to prof- do- this is a professional in the field trying to get supplies to his state. Using disguises and shit. I'm pretty sure this dude's not a spy master to try and get uh, the supplies to yeah. his place. When he starts this trip, or right before they start the trip, they're informed that they can only get a quarter of the supplies. So I wonder who mm. outbid them for the other, you know, 75% of the shit. But either way, hey. they're so desperate that even at a quarter of the supplies, paying five times the normal price, they take their disguised trucks to go pick this shit up. Think Come about on. that. And then the FBI shows up, or the DHS, or agents. <laughs> Some agents show up, men in black pop in, and they're like, what's good with these? What's yeah, good with all we're going to need you to redirect these for Trump. I'm going to need to pick this up, partner. So, so then they have to deal with that. And after getting congressional 
phone calls. They have to pull strings all the way up to Congress to get the supplies through. The dude sat there waiting until midnight, worried that the supplies weren't going to get to the hospital for his hospital Look, system, for I'll, a state-run hospital system. Uh, yes. This is absolute insanity. He's and literally this is why fighting the federal government. Trump's administration on orders to confiscate his shit that's going to help one of the highly impacted areas that's in desperate need it's insane yep. it's insane this is why Look, governors are getting into let me, beefs with trump some of them try to kiss his ass to get the supplies all try of, the other out all of the stuff that i just explained shit. let me give you one last closing piece for that all right those measures do not seem unusual horrifyingly enough Last month, 3 million masks ordered by the state of Massachusetts were seized by the federal government. Last week, the Chicago Sun-Times reported that the governor of Illinois, J.B. Pritzker, was arranging secret chartered flights of supplies as a way of outmaneuvering federal interference. The governor has clearly outlined the challenges this administration has faced as we've worked around the clock to purchase PPE for our healthcare workers and first responders, a spokesperson for the governor told the paper. The supply chain has been likened to the Wild West. And once you have purchased supplies, ensuring they get to the state is another Herculean feat, he continued. These flights carrying millions of masks and gloves for our workers need. They're, they're scheduled to land in Illinois in the coming weeks, and the state is working to ensure these much-needed supplies are protected and ready for distribution around the state. A source knowledgeable about the flights told the paper that the governor didn't want to be more open about the shipments because we've heard reports of Trump trying to take PPE in China and when it gets to the United States. So, yeah, this is the other side. When you see this dude get up there and say, oh, the governors just have to get it themselves. This is what the states are for. He's also in the back end. These people are getting sabotaged. And this is why when you listen, when you hear people that work in the medical profession tell you about the fucked up conditions that they are working in, just listen to them. They're going through it. This is a type of bullshit that's going on. And Trump gets up there in a press conference and talks some nonsense. And you're just going to buy his word for it. You've got a whole gang of sycophants just parroting his bullshit. No, people are going through it. And this type of mess is unnecessary. And it's just important to shed a light on it. So I think this is such a key story. Fam. It's so frustrating. That's the Donald whole, Trump. Oh, you messed up. Supply chain. <laughs> up. That's the, the federal government's <laughs> supply chain. The most ridiculous Yo, story. So, so listen, you know, I know personally that that story was a little deep, and I try to break that down for you. But I do hey, recommend. They need to know. They need to know. They do need to know. I do recommend going to uh, nymag.com, the intelligencer. Looking up the article, the White House has erected a blockade stopping states and hospitals from getting coronavirus PPE. It was published on April 19, 2020 by David Wallace Wells. Read that article. There was a lot more to it that I left out that we just couldn't get to in the episode. Um, John Boom, is there anything you want to say before we tip tip toe away yo before we tip tip toe away i wanted to let y'all know i did yesterday create an only fans so you want to check me out on my only fans i paid for me up dick on pics. the dm yeah no, you're not but some other people would invest <laughs> you know it's available let me know that's all johnny how go mask on fuck it mask on mask on fuck it mask on Yo, Remy, what you got to say before we tiptoe away? Don't drink bleach. Uh, yeah, nah, I got nothing. <laughs> Take care, everybody. <laughs> Stick with us. I know this was a serious-ass episode, but we got after hours where we're going to have some fun, too. So I haven't posted yeah. after hours in a while because they've been that flagrant. They have been pretty flagrant. So maybe tonight so will not be that flagrant. Well, those are in the vault, Johnny. I don't have to leave them. Um, mm. And we'll have a mm. private, you know, Matchy. viewing. But um, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning into the fans' perspective. You can catch me at Charlie T R I X Charlie Tricks 
on all my social media platforms. Remy, yes. where can they catch you? J, the number four, Remy, R-E-M-I. John you Boone. can catch me on oh, Twitter and uh, Instagram. John Boone, where can they catch you? Yo, you can catch me on all the social media platforms. It's John, J-H-A-N, underscore Boom, B-O-O-M. My only fans is also just John Boom 17 uh, no underscores, none, just all one, nineteen ninety nine a month. They pick for limited. Let me know. If you put the eggplant emoji, you get 25% off. <laughs> oh, no, no, hell no. no <laughs> <laughs> all, all right. right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, man, thanks for tuning in. We will have an after hours. Who knows if it'll actually get posted, but Ooh. love y'all.